My name is Serena Poon and welcome to my show, Serena Labs. As a celebrity chef, nutritionist, and entrepreneur, I'm incredibly passionate about helping others live their best life through education, integrated nutrition, and healing energy. So with every episode, I'm going to share with you the inspiring stories of these amazing entrepreneurs from all different industries and hear how they share their personal journeys. Today we have Michelle Ranavat, who is the owner and founder of Ranavat Botanics. Um, She has had a career in investment banking and industrial engineering and then made this leap into Ayurvedic beauty. So welcome. Thank Thank you so much for coming today. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. I'm so happy you're here. I want to hear all about this story. You know, how did you get from from investment banking to creating this beautiful line of mindful Ayurvedic beauty? Well, I have to say it's not without some divine intervention because I never would have predicted such a crazy transition. Right. Um, But it all just happened. And, you know, looking back on it, I would say that some of those darkest moments were really what sort of propelled me towards this all along. Okay. Um, But Share a little bit because when you say divine intervention, I mean, what... Well, give us a couple little Well, it just honestly, like everything when you look at it now seems like, man, this is such a natural thing to do. But along the way, I mean, for example, um, just being involved in my father's business, you know, that had a lot to do with sourcing and um, India and ingredients. And of course, what I studied, which I had no idea could even be applied um, to the beauty world. And then my mother-in-law happens to be an esthetician, so there I oh, have some, okay. you know, skin knowledge. And yeah. so it's just really like all these little things um, What exactly that along was the way. your dad's industry? So he um, started actually, this is an interesting story. So he came from India in the mm-hmm. 70s. Um, we moved to Wisconsin and they had really nothing. You know, they just right. kind of came and were trying to make their way. They both had jobs, my mom and my dad. Um, my dad would work at a pharmaceutical company and then mm-hmm. my mom was uh, at a printing press at night. And my dad got fired one day and later that evening, mm-hmm. he, my mom told him that they were expecting um, oh. that he was pregnant. And so that she was pregnant. And so was, was that just, with you or was yeah, that with me? Yeah, oh, wow. Um, so it was definitely like this. I'm sure it was a very scary moment for them yeah. because just at that moment, it's like, okay, great. I just lost my job and now mm-hmm. I have this responsibility. Right. And so I think that, and you know, instead of sort of like going back and finding a job, like he comes from a long line of entrepreneurs. They mm-hmm. have camp family businesses as well. And so he thought, Okay, I'm instead of just kind of going back into the corporate world, this is my opportunity. Right. So in the basement of his home, he in Milwaukee, he started this company and my mom would work at nights and my dad during the day would like half like he'd be taking care of me, but I'd be in the office and he'd be working. Yeah. And making cold calls like all day long. Yeah. Um, Literally grinding like as entrepreneurs, we know that that's that's how it goes, you know, that's how you start. Yeah. And I don't know, I just, I, I'm grateful that he didn't quit or didn't, or just like that he made the leap because mm-hmm. to me, when I look at, like a lot of people say like, well, what inspired you? And, you know, of course I can talk about Indian beauty and I can talk about my background and there's so many different things that did. Sure. But when you watch someone's dream come true, like through hard work over yeah. the last 35 years. Yeah. That's like really what I feel like inspired me because I just, I had that vision of like where he came from and I saw it before my eyes. Yeah. And so that just gives you that like energy to say, 
okay, maybe it's possible, you know? Yeah. Oh, no, that's beautiful. I love that. My dad's my inspiration, too. For, oh, really? For my product. Yeah, both my parents as well. Because oh, my gosh. they had cancer, and so that's why... So oh, I, I do what I do yeah. as a chef and nutritionist and, you know, creating products to just help heal people as well. So, you know, it's really interesting, like how much our family plays a role in what we end up doing. Yeah. Um, and I think that says something. So as like a mom, you know, I have two little boys. And of course, there's times where like I can't be at everything. And I always sure. try. Right. But I always say to myself when I'm not there mm-hmm. that I'm showing them still like all of the things that they can do and how they can make their dreams come true as well. Yeah. So it's like some lessons you have to be there to teach them and others you just have to lead by example. And I'm hoping that. And I think it's beautiful too, as you know, because we're um, first generation, right? Mm -hmm. So first generation born here. And I think that as we are, when we're young, we're trying so hard to assimilate, right? To assimilate into the American culture. And, you know, maybe we don't actually hold on to our own cultures as tightly because we don't realize until until later, until we're older mm-hmm. and we have a different sense of appreciation, right? And so, and that's basically what you did because then you went back to your cultures and mm-hmm. that's, and that Indian beauty is yes. what inspired But this. only because I was forced to. So the funny thing, <laughs> okay, it just like kind of happened. So I, you know, initially right out of college, like the big thing was like investment banking. And so right. I thought like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have this like career and I'm just going to make it in New York and mm-hmm. this vision. And of course, like I worked really, really hard and I didn't want to just come out of college and be like, oh, I'm working at my dad's company. And right. I, d- I wanted to prove myself. And mm-hmm. so... I did. I worked really hard. I did all of those investment banking things that you hear about in all the movies. It's pulling all-nighters. Yeah. And then, of course, like one day in 2008, Lehman Brothers, the firm that I work with, went bankrupt. Right. Just like overnight. Yeah. And so I was laid off in that process, Mm -hmm. and I was like really devastated because Mm -hmm. I'd given up so much of my life to do this job that I thought was like going to help me feel like I accomplished something. Right. And then when that was taken away, I just like... I felt very purposeless and I just, I didn't, I felt like I failed or I I didn't um, live up maybe to like what my parents thought. I mean, they were all very supportive, but I had this pressure on myself. Sure. Um, And then through that, you know, my dad just had suggested, well, you did go to school for engineering. I mean, I could use the help. What do you think? You know, do you think you could help me? And I said, sure. Why don't we start? And so we just like randomly one day, like started it off and I fell in love with working at his company. Wow, okay. It was something that I felt like I, I don't know that I would put myself in that position because I always felt like, oh no, I need to make it on my own. I was too stubborn to do it. But because this random thing happened to me, Mm -hmm. I was able, I like put myself in that position Mm -hmm. and I found something that I loved that I had no idea that I would love. That's amazing. So what aspect of it do you, is it the sourcing that you love? I mean, really connecting with every ingredient. I read that. That's important to you, which I, as a chef, obviously, yes, as a nutritionist, totally, I love yeah. because, you know, the ingredients are, are everything. You know? Well, the ingredient inspires the dish, right? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I feel about skincare. Mm-hmm. It's like, for example, this rose mist. I mean, it's a really beautiful rose, but it's one ingredient, right? And that's, and that's all that's in here. That's it's all that's in the there. Rose? And it's like, for me, right? yeah, please go ahead. Yeah, it's beautiful. So I love right? I love it. It's so pure. And that's the same thing. It's like this ingredient is inspiring the dish for me. Um, It's something that I I probably looked at 
you know, maybe 20 different iterations. Mm -hmm. I looked at different countries. Where are the roses? Is it a high elevation where the roses have better vitamins and minerals? And And where did you find it? This is actually Bulgarian. Okay. Uh, I've heard of Bulgarian and Moroccan, is it? Moroccan also, and that's a little different as well. And then there's some in India in like the high elevation areas, which Mm -hmm. I fell in love, but I couldn't find like an organic source. Right. So I thought this was kind of the best of like being certified, but then having this like, it's not so earthy where it smells not like rose, but Mm -hmm. it kind of like bridges us between what we're used to, which is a super perfumed um, rose, the fake one, and Mm -hmm. then the real. And it's still organic, which I really appreciate. So Mm -hmm. that smells beautiful. I've actually smelled different ones. That's why I was asking you about, you know, Bulgarian and Moroccan. So, and now it's good to know that, yeah, obviously that has nothing else in it. It's just the rose. It's just that. that and pure. that kind of brings me to like the passion. And mm-hmm. it is, it's like finding that ingredient, but not only that, but like adding my engineering background into, okay, well, how can I get from like this plant to putting something in a bottle? Mm-hmm. And like, how is it going to be the most effective? So there's a process that you have to do, right? Mm-hmm. Which is an extraction process. So you take the rose petals and you steam them. Um, and you have to steam like so many hundreds of pounds of roses to get an ounce mm-hmm. of rose oil or even this, you know, to make the steam distillation. You can't wait till the petals dry out mm-hmm. and you have to build these facilities where they're steaming them. And you guys have that? You build those facilities? So, no, I work with organic farms that okay. do that. Um, but it's just it's a lot of work that oh, goes yeah. into each detail. And so that's kind of what I'm passionate about. It's like right. not only like finding this far flung ingredient, but like. How can I use my engineering background to make sure that we're keeping the vitamins and minerals that are going to be amazing for our skin mm-hmm. intact? Mm-hmm. Because, yes, it can smell amazing. Like, I, I don't want it to just be sensorial for just being sensorial. Like, right. it has to do something for you. Right. I mean, um, it, has, it has to be effective. It has to be effective. Otherwise, it's just fluff. So. Totally. And there's actually, like... That was one of my big learnings is mm-hmm. that there's actually a lot of fluff out there. Yeah. Um, I mean, in the beauty space and the food space, there's, there is a lot of fluff. So, And I think that's why people initially didn't like catch on to Ayurveda in the beginning. Mm-hmm. It was like something like, oh, well, it doesn't really work. Like At least in our kind of what you were saying before, like we have been now coming back to our cultures a little yes. bit more over time. Yes. This was the same thing. Like mm-hmm. everyone would, you know, you get sick and then your mom would recommend like, oh, have some turmeric in your milk and everything. Right. Like, oh, that doesn't work. You right. Know, like, you got to take Robitussin or whatever it is. So this is just like a nice way of now that they're pure, mm-hmm. we can see how they work mm-hmm. and they're actually so much more effective. But they I think are. what was on the market initially for Ayurveda was just not so good. Right. And I mean, I think like as a society also, there's just so much more information now and people mm-hmm. are, I mean, they're well informed. They, we, as a society, we're demanding, you know, like off, like truth to the marketing and advertising of products and having really pure, pure ingredients is something that I think the push is going towards that. Mm-hmm. So, so, okay. So let me ask you a little bit, you know, you, that's, that was a really big thing that happened for, obviously mm-hmm. you said it's almost like divine intervention that this happened with your company. And, you know, despite the fact that this is what you're working for, you said you're pulling all nighters and long hours. I mean, how was that? Was that something that you were okay with? I mean, because you know, self-care is obviously such a core um, part of what obviously you and I believe in, but also what's part of your brand. So, you know, did you experience any, 
you know, any health issues. I mean, this is an investment banking or as yeah, investment banking. And then after that, I know it's probably kind of depressing as well. So, Mm -hmm. you know, so many entrepreneurs kind of go through those ebbs and flows. And, you know, can you share how you got yourself to where you are? Well, you know, I think it's just always a work in progress Mm -hmm. in any situation or any stage. And Mm -hmm. I think at that time, I'm trying to think back to it. Like, I definitely feel like it was this big change. But when you're in the moment, especially a lot of entrepreneurs, it's like you're not really thinking about what's happening. Like when I was in investment bank, I was like, I just need to succeed. So like, I didn't realize what I was doing to my body. Yeah. Until Mm -hmm. like after, until like I was out of it. Yeah. Like when I was out of it, I was like, oh, well, that wasn't really that healthy. Like, you know, working to that level Mm -hmm. or the fact that, you know, those companies didn't really value self-care or... I just didn't have like that outlet. I mean, I did always, and this is kind of random, but I always danced. So I am a professional Indian Bollywood dancer. Oh, yes. You have to and, share about this. Yeah. This so, is so cool. that was always like this big um, way that I was always expressed myself. Mm-hmm. And and so that kind of helped me through mm-hmm. when I was investment banking because I always had this like other passion that I was working on. So you danced like and yes. that was sort of like your stress relief? Totally. And it was like not only culture, like creativity, but like culturally too. It's, uh-huh. It was like very Indian focused. And then I did take a lot of ballet mm-hmm. as well in New York. I mean, it was in New York. So there yeah. was like tons of resources, but yeah. that's kind of what I did a lot on the side. And I performed at like Lincoln Center and so cool. just like a number of different capacities. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun and a Wait, great can way. we still find video of you sure. performing? Okay, you're going to have to Actually, share that. I performed in LA all the way until like a few years ago. I mean, I... Actually, even had been dancing this year, so oh my hasn't gosh. totally. Is it like gone. on YouTube? I'm sure. Okay, well, we're gonna have to share where we might be able to find it. Okay. We'll share where we can find your products as well because that's pretty. That's pretty awesome. So, and and when you say professional dancing, I mean you're a part of like a dance group. Yes. Like a dance so the Saw Dance Company is a company that I dance with a ton in New York, and okay. it's with an amazing group of women. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that has been just such a cool experience because yeah. they're all women that have jobs as well. So they're mm-hmm. like not super like we're professional, but then we also have like other full time things that we're working on. Mm-hmm. But we're so motivated and dedicated. So it would be like. From, you know, 7 to 11 at night, we'd be rehearsing and on weekends. And, of course, now with kids, it's a lot harder to find the time in, like, this company. But definitely still want to add it into my life. It's so important. Well, you're already juggling so many things. It's pretty amazing. I mean, this company is just over a year old. Is that correct? And you're in Neiman's, right? Mm -hmm. At Credo Beauty. I mean, Mm -hmm. tell us a little bit more about, about... where the brand is going and, you know, where it's at right now, what you're excited about. Yeah. So I think um, when I started the line, it was, of course, like I always talk about ingredients and Mm -hmm. wanting to bring that to life in a way that I felt very inspired to do so. Mm -hmm. Um, But after hearing stories of people kind of being touched by the product, um, I feel like it's really more about the experience than anything. It's not okay. about a certain product. It's about how it makes you feel, mm-hmm. how special, how loved, how much care every detail is like looked at and how that like makes you feel when you're using everything. Mm-hmm. And so to me, like this idea of being able to invite self-care into your life is like what I want to create. So I view this more 
almost it's like a lifestyle type company, right? It's not just only about skincare, but it's about just overall health and, and self-care in general. Right. I love that, by the oh. way. Love. Just add water. We have simplify your self-care as a slogan. Yes, so totally. we're right in line with you on that. So, that. so tell us a little. I said that we have three products here. Mm-hmm. Um, you just launched a new a new uh, serum, product yeah. line. Um, do you want to tell us a little about the totally, serum? Yeah. And- so the serum is so it's called Radiant Ronnie. Okay. And Ronnie means queen. So actually, I didn't even talk about this, but Ranabat oh, is um, from Rajasthan, India, which that's where the kings and queens of India were like they had their palaces and they were using these like extravagant and luxurious self-care rituals. They had, I mean, the most ornate like jewelry and they would spend years sewing these saris. I mean, there was just so much that went into that culture, Uh um, how to entertain. I mean, everything about royalty. I mean, to me, that's like what defines that area. Okay. Um, And so Ranavat, Rana means king, uh-huh. and Rajasthan, which is where Ranavat, um, our last name is from, mm-hmm. is land of kings. Oh, and so that is like how the royalty so cool. inspiration kind of came about. Okay, is that it does have a family link, uh, and then it also really just embodies the idea of like making someone feel like they're royal. Yeah, um, because we stuff. are. I mean, and we really should be taking that time for ourselves and. I feel like when you have a beautiful treatment in front of you that mm-hmm. has a lovely story behind it, you're just mm-hmm. like, that's giving you like that vibe and that energy to like pick it up and use it and make yourself feel really good. Yeah. Um, and so I wanted it to have that kind of like elevated experience mm-hmm. versus something that was so rooted in like function, you mm-hmm. know, like I wanted to have the function, but it should be able to sit next to every other nice thing on your vanity and it should yeah no what a beautiful story i love that i'm so glad you shared that part actually because i didn't even really know that you know about about um you know where the name came from Mm -hmm. the land of the kings that's a great story so this radiant ronnie ronnie is queen Mm -hmm. and it is really the embodiment of true luxury because it has two grams of saffron in every single bottle and saffron is just so good for brightening the skin Mm -hmm. so any hyperpigmentation dark circles like this really helps with everything Mm -hmm. and it comes from this really ancient formula called the miracle elixir okay this is what the kings and queens were using this oh wow so my formula i think i've taken it up a notch actually Mm -hmm. with like really increasing the amount of saffron in it, mm-hmm. um, making it a little bit of a lighter oil. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's more of a serum texture. It mm-hmm. really absorbs well into the skin. So it has those like modern elements to it, mm-hmm. but the core is really rooted in this like miracle elixir. Amazing. And I've just noticed such incredible results with it. So amazing. it's my like, I can't travel without it. Oh, amazing. And I can't live without it. Well, thank you for sharing. Tell us, you know, tell us where we can find, you know, you online, where we can find the products, best place. Well, to me, it's always about like creating convenience for the customer. And so you, I feel like, you know, ronavotbotanics.com, of course, mm-hmm. Neiman Marcus in select stores there. And I really also like started to open up into the green beauty community. So mm-hmm. places like Detox Market or Great. You know, Beauty and Beauty Heroes. Um, that just all happened within the last month, by the way. So that's amazing. Amazing. But it's been really fun. It's been really fun seeing like how the Neiman's customer loves it just as much as like a Credo customer. Mm -hmm. And that means a lot to me because Neiman's is trading maybe their like high-end French skincare products and 
Credo is comparing me to all the green bands and they're still sort of Yay! loving it. So I feel like it's such a, a good win. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, and I like to do different assortments at each store. So I really create like a fresh, different experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the holidays, I have like some really cool gifting suites and things like that. That's so great. Well, thank you so much for coming. Oh, you know, it was sure. a lot of fun and I'm excited that, um, you know, we can, we, we're talking about this new product and it's just in time for the holidays. So this is Serena Loves. I'm your host, Serena Poon, and thank you so much. We'll see you next time.